off on the homework, we'll come back to that. And I know you're thinking, I'm done. How are you going to give me homework? But there are some follow-up things, so you're not off the hook yet. We'll come back to that in a second. So skip your note sheet. You'll be on the section that says rules of thumb and other things to remember. So you will see on the next page that there are 15 rules of thumb that we covered throughout the course of this 10-week program. And I'm going to remind you of what they are. Obviously, we've talked about them a lot. But when you meet this week with your group and with your facilitator, we will be discussing which of these had the most impact on you, which of these resonated with you the most, which of these you feel you effectively have implemented as a part of your parenting program at home. Maybe which are the ones that you're still struggling a bit with. It's just kind of a reflective exercise in looking back at 15 rules of thumb and saying, these are the ones that really meant something to me. These are the ones that I feel I've implemented effectively. These are the ones that maybe I'm still having a hard time with. So way back to week one, focus on the donut, not the whole. Remember, the relationship is what is always there. And if we cherish that, everything else flows out of that. Thermostat, not a thermometer. We want to respond rather than react. What's most important may not be what you do, but what you do after what you did. That mouthful is the reminder that we make mistakes, everyone does, but it's how we handle what happened afterwards that is more important than what we did at any given moment. And recognizing what that process looks like, admitting your mistake, apologizing, taking ownership for it, that's a very powerful one. Number four, parents' toes should follow your nose. So that was certainly something that was important for the playtime, but also just a really helpful nugget that if we want to show attention, our entire body posture changes. You can't give away that which you do not possess. Remember, oxygen masks dropping from the ceiling of the airplane. We have to take care of ourselves before we can take care of other people. And what we extend to ourselves is what we are able to extend to our kids. So if we are patient and kind and forgiving and loving and accepting of ourselves, that will also be true for the way that we parent. Number six, big one. When a child is drowning, it's not the time to teach them to swim. The moment that they are overwhelmed with emotion is never the moment that they need to be dragged up into their brains to try to process something cognitively. And that actually ties back to week one reflecting feeling because the goal is to meet them in their emotion and say, you're really upset, you're really worried, you're really overwhelmed, you're really sad. So child is drowning, it is not the time to teach them to swim. Number seven, during play sessions and overall in general as a parent, limits are not needed until they're needed. Really powerful thought process of saying, I'm going to trust my child to do the right thing and I will only set a limit if they are requiring one. So I'm going to believe the best and I'm going to believe obedience and compliance until I'm proven otherwise and then I will set a limit. Number eight, if you can't say it in 10 words or less, don't say it. So brevity and the power of being clear and concise and making sure that what we say is thoughtful, it's intentional, and it clearly communicates what we're trying to say. Otherwise, our message gets lost 
in all of the verbose, flowery language that we throw out to our kids. Number nine, grant in fantasy what you can't grant in reality. So sometimes kids need opportunities to play out things that they can't really do anywhere else. And that is through those play times. That's why those play times are so precious, so helpful, because they are given the space to do things through their fantasy and through their play and through their imagination that in normal everyday scenarios could never happen. 10, big choices for big kids, little choices for little kids. So those choices are age appropriate. We consider the development of the child and we allow a certain amount of responsibility and a certain number of choices based on where they are as far as age and development. Number 11, never do for a child that which he can do for himself. We have to let our kids work through things on their own. Sometimes that means they struggle, sometimes that means they get frustrated, sometimes that means they are overwhelmed by the extensive incapability that they feel, but when they are able to do it, they should be able to try. And that is extremely important long-term for their problem-solving and their decision-making and their self-esteem, their self-worth. They learn that they can trust themselves and that they can accept themselves when they are given the space and the opportunity to try, even if it's difficult. 12, encourage the effort rather than praise the product. That goes back to eliminating value judgments from our language. So we do not say good and great and awesome and amazing and pretty and love it and proud and all of those judgment words. We encourage the effort, no matter what the outcome is, with you did it, you got it, you figured it out, you kept trying. So they need that. And if we don't provide it for them, the likelihood is they will not get it anywhere else. Number 13, don't try to change everything at once. We can't rush ahead, we can't fix everything, we can't push to the perfect ideal scenario that sometimes we want. It is very, very important for kids to focus on one task at a time because their brains hierarchically plan what they can attend to. So they have to be given space to work on one thing at a time and we should not put pressure on ourselves or our kids to fix everything at once either because it's unrealistic and it sets everyone up for failure. And this entire training, I think by this point you can see this entire training is structured so that there's success in every state. There's success in the play sessions, there's success in the communication, there's success in the skill base and the development of those skills because one leads to the next. It's designed intentionally with success in mind. So we want you to continue that and that means tackle one thing at a time. 14, if there are no limits, there is no security. So it's very important that we are consistent, that we are purposeful, that we are clear, that we can enforce them, that we are empathic, but Limits are a big piece of the security and the stability in the child-parent relationship. And finally, good things come in small packages, celebrating the little everyday moments and especially those little humans that we get the pleasure of raising. So 
rules of thumb, like I mentioned, when you meet in your group with your facilitator this week, unpack that, tease some of those apart, share the ones that really meant something to you, let it be a time to kind of just further digest the things that really have changed the way that you parent and changed the way that you understand your kids and maybe challenge yourself to continue to implement a few that maybe you forgot or have been a little more challenging. So in the next video, we're going to go over 16 other things that are important that we've learned from this training throughout the course, just little nuggets of wisdom that we've shared and they're all compiled in a list for you. What I love about week 10, not only is it's kind of reflective and it recaps everything, but I believe that these two pages are kind of like a, a go back and cheat sheet Cliff's notes of the whole training because you get all the rules of thumb on one sheet and all the other important things to remember. So if you ever need a refresher course, and as always, these videos are available to you indefinitely. So you can always come back and watch the videos if you want a refresher, if you want to remind yourself, do some more practices, do some more work throughs of some of the scenarios that we talked about. Those are always there, but these two sheets can kind of be your quick reference guide, if you will, to make sense of some of these things that maybe are easy to forget over time. So in the next video, we'll go over the 16 other important tips from CPRT. See you then.